Hey, Woken Free Nation. Newsly is an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in the history of the internet, the entire web becomes listenable. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling. Start listening. You can follow any topic as specific as you like, from sports, science, to Bitcoin, or even one of your favorite celebrities. It will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 50 countries. Our podcast, Woken Free, is there too. Now, let's get into the episode. Hi, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of Woken Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 263rd episode of Woken Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woken Free Wednesday, you know that Woken Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week, we're having a really fun conversation around 18 years of love lessons because this month marks our 18th year anniversary of being together, which is really incredible being that that is half our lifetime. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, uh, 18 years ago this month, we uh, met and fell in love and uh, have a baby to to tout (laughs) over (laughs) all these years later. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a really fun, fun episode. So before we dive deep into the subject, a couple of things to go over. First, have you downloaded this episode on WokenFree.com through the Podbean app? If not, please do so immediately because through the app, you're able to put in your comments and then you too can share about your love story you can tell us what you thought about this episode you can give us thoughts uh, around things that we talked about within the episode so lots to share make sure you do this now if you listen to podcasts on devices where you can't download another app which is not so great but there is a solution. What you can do then is go to WokenFree.com, go on the Listen tab, and then pick your platform of choice where you're going to follow and subscribe to the show at. So we're on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora. It's a Woken Free world. They're wherever podcasts are typically, <laughs> you'll be able to find Woken Free. Uh, so make sure you do that. On WokenFree.com, you can also click subscribe to follow the show. And on social, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, and LinkedIn at Woken Free. And if you have 90 seconds, please review the show. Go to the Listen tab on WokenFree.com and pick your platform of choice where you want to review the show at. And so with that, I'm going to kick it to you, Kalil. And I'll take it from here. Before we start the conversation, we'd like to share a little bit about ourselves. This week we're asking, would you rather sunbathe nude on a public beach or have a nude scene in a Broadway play? So you were feeling freaky for this one, huh? I don't come up with these things. These are this is from a book. <laughs> I didn't come okay. up with this. Okay. Yeah. But you're on the nude thing. Okay. I'm not on the nude thing. The book was on it. I'm not on this is I would have never thought okay. of this one. So I guess for this, this to me is more so a question of will you follow rules and regulations or uh, you know, or be more creative in nature. Well, I mean you could be you're I think you you're not breaking any rules. You're not breaking any this rules. This might be a public beach that allows nudity. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't okay. take, I don't think that's what the question was going oh, for. Okay. Okay. So there's it's, no legal implication. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Here, then. Okay. It's so all, then I would probably argue 
that it probably would be better to sunbathe nude on a public beach than it would be for the Broadway play because depending upon the plays, people may have access to their phones and they can take pictures and have uh, recordings of this uh, in theory where you may may or may not want that done and may or may not want yourself out there looking like that. Depends on, you know, what that body looked like. Uh, <laughs> but This uh, is, remember, this is you doing this. You would not talk about a hypothetical other person. This is you doing the So for myself, nude. Yeah, yeah, I would probably do the nude, uh, the public beach nude. Oh, uh, you're going to do the beach then? Because mm-hmm. you, you think you're going to be more protected I think from you, that? Not that I would be more, I just don't know if I want, because there's a lot of documentation of Broadway plays. I just yeah. don't know if I want to be, yeah. you know, have, have, have everything out there like that. That's interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I want to, the hard part is if you do the public beach, you don't know what kind of people are coming to that beach. True. And, how they might be documenting you. They can bring in any type of cameras they want and really have every angle and have you out there. Sure. But in the Broadway play, you can actually, sometimes they don't allow you to use, you know, recording devices and they're not going to necessarily take a picture of you, your nude scene and put that on the front page of the newspaper. But that recently happened to one of the, I forget which actor, uh, that he's like a famous actor on a show, a TV show, he was on a TV show, and he had a a nude scene where he was showing his, you know, his thing thing. And, uh, and. and His whoop-de-woo? His whoop-de-woo. And it (laughs) it looked so good. (laughs) And then someone had to take a picture of it. And then it was smeared all over like, uh, like, you know, news outlets like the next day. And he felt violated and it was like a whole thing. And so but they, that's because they allowed it recording. It devices. was not allowed, and the person stuck that phone in and, and got that whoop. But you know what? Because so I would, I'd, I'd be a part of the process of not allowing mm-hmm. phones, and I would have to. The phones would have to be put in a special bag that can only mm-hmm. be unlocked when you leave the place. You okay. know, I would, I'd put a lot of things in Parameters, place, not just say, all right, don't use your phone when you're here, guys, because they do that yeah. at places too. And I've been to a lot of plays where they say, please do not use recording devices. But what you would do is just tell them you're going to actually confiscate people's phone Mm. and you they can have it on them, but you're going to put it in a locked uh, bag that can only be unlocked when you leave Mm -hmm. the stage area. So that's the only way that I would do the Broadway play one, but the public beach, I think you're, you're more out. The only thing I would say the public beach though, is you can, I mean, in your sunbathing, you can always kind of like hide your parts, kind of. Exactly. Compared to the nude scene in the Broadway play, you got to do whatever the director says. Yeah. So in the end, man, I might be swayed to do the public beach because I can control the narrative that way. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I can just, I can it cover things like and it might be I can obscure myself more than in and a you Broadway play. Into the water when you want, and you know, I just said, yeah. It might be it might be easier, even though there's like you don't know who's on the public beach. I think it would be easier mm-hmm. to. Well, like keep yourself secluded compared to the Broadway play, so I'd go with that. Okay, cool. So let's hear the sloppy transition now. What for what? For this episode, we're talking. Oh, we didn't about... finish the episode already. Exactly. That was the end. <laughs> <laughs> that was I thought there was a lot of content right there. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of content. No, nope, we have more to share. We're oh, okay. here to talk about eighteen different love lessons, nine nine each. So, so what? I'm ready to go. I can just start. Oh, yeah. You need to just jump right into right this. Right into then. it. Yeah, you just yeah, gave I up? Thought, okay, I didn't cool. give up. I thought the episode was finished. I oh, didn't okay. realize. Perfect. You lost your mind. That's nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> in 18 years, sometimes your partners lose your mind. Just yeah. FYI. 
right. Okay. Gotcha. So, uh, I would say my top nine love lessons learned in our 18 years together are as follows. One, and definitely, definitely chime in, Khalil, would be how you love will evolve as you, as you evolve as a person. So not only from how you express your love, but also like the ways that you want to receive love in the beginning may be very different from how things go as the years go on. Agree, yeah. disagree. Okay. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's I mean that's like one of mine actually, but that's all right. I mean, okay. I've, I've worded things differently, so Okay. Interesting. But this... yeah, I agree with that. All right. The second one I would say is the longer you love someone, uh the easier it is for you to pick your battles. Uh you definitely embrace the theory of like don't sweat the small stuff a lot more as you're the longer you are together because you're just broken down and tired and <laughs> you just don't have the energy anymore <laughs> to fight. I remember in the beginning we would definitely be tit for tat for everything. And now it's kind of like, uh, both of us will self-regulate and just be like nothing. Uh, so that the avoidance of arguments, uh, is more meaningful than having it. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's definitely true. When you're, well, you're younger, you always want to be right. So mm-hmm. you don't care what the cost is. You're just going to mm. do whatever it takes to prove your point, even though you can't mm-hmm. win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't win. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> it's a losing yeah. battle. Yeah. Okay. No point for it. Okay. Number three, keep your love uh, and your problems private. I, I especially feel this way because we share so much, especially me. I share so much on social media. I try to be as much of an open book as I can be. Uh, but there are some things that you need to keep private. And that especially is meaningful when it comes to the ups and downs that you experience in your relationship, which you will. Love is not just about the rainbows. <laughs> and uh, if you are going to share stuff that you need to only share it with folks who have your best interests in mind and who will give you advice that you would actually take. So don't take advice from people who have not had successful relationships. Don't take advice from people who are dissimilar from you and would make completely different choices from you. Like that's not going to be helpful for you. So. Yeah. People make the crazy mistake of sharing what's happening in their love life mm-hmm. on social media. I think that's one of the worst things to do for your mm-hmm. relationship because mm-hmm. you're opening yourself to public trolls and they're mm. going to really come for you for no reason just to bring yeah. you down. So it's not, yeah, well, you got to just be very crafty when you're mm-hmm. sharing things. It's not just, it shouldn't be just straight up real stuff because yeah. people are going to come after you for that and it's not going to help your relationship. Yeah. So that's okay. definitely a good tip. I mean, for me, that's easy. I don't, I've never would, nothing in my life would have made me think to do that. But I know some people, mm-hmm. they do that as soon as they can. They're feeling a certain way. They it's post exactly the what's yeah. happening right on social media. And that to me is nuts, but. I understand. People yeah, I have to hear that. <laughs> I don't like to share. I do talk about love a lot, like on my like Facebook and stuff, but I talk about it from like quotes or phrases that I see that are meaningful to me. But yeah, I would but never... you won't say like a specific like incident or yeah, something that like you specific and I are things we discussed, no. and then say, "Man, no." This person but I will did this. share things where if I feel like that it's throwing shade, uh, <laughs> I still enjoy that just because sometimes you know not to do that for me though. That's what I like. Who would I be throwing shade at then? At other, at like, at other people that oh, do stuff to you. other bad, yeah. Yeah, no, other people that do stuff to you, you be able to put stuff mm, on there. Interesting. I like that that's how you view that. that that's well, how I think well, of it in my mind. You're always right. <laughs> in my mind, you would never okay. post anything that's throwing shade at me on social oh, media. Okay, good. good, good, good. All right. Okay. Number four, now you'll think twice that's about my post. Yep. Well, that's, just, that's one of my love lessons, though, that I know that you won't throw shade That's one of your love lessons? Lies <laughs> and fairy tales. <laughs> 
lies and fairy tales galore. It seems like it's my lesson. Okay, number four, find couple time every day. You, you can't really put off time for your relationship because if you do, you'll end up uh, 20 years later still not finding time for each other because there's always something else you can do other than spend time with each other, like sleep or use the bathroom. Uh, so, yeah. uh, And then you risk falling out of love uh, or growing apart, which is a, a real thing. You can't kind of joke around around that. So for us... For our me time is not necessarily something that's like, oh, we have to have a romantic dinner every night, but it could just be content consumption uh, or creation or ongoing laughter. It is a house of laughter riots in this house. And uh, usually there's good food either being made or eaten nearby. So yeah. we are foodies and that is a part of our, our me time, even if it's just, you know, eating the cheese stick and laughing about each other or nonsense. That- but when you say foodies, it's only good food. It's not like... Exotic oh yeah, food. we're not into yeah. yeah no, trying there's people that eat different types yeah, of stuff. Like all that sorts of doesn't necessarily slimy, taste good. Nasty. No, 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 no. We're like good old soul. You food, like tasty food, tasty food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, things like that. Mm-hmm. Number five, being happy with your partner every minute is completely unreal, and how love is portrayed in film and TV is completely different from reality. Uh, in content, you will see love as being this kind of endless love uh, bubble that people live in. But the reality of love is that you're going to be mad at each other. You're going to be mad at each other over nothing and also something. And love is when you're still eating dinner with each other. Or if you're going to go and do the laundry, you're going to go to bed and you may still be angry. And I know that some argue, some argue you should never go to bed angry. Good for you. If you go to go, go to bed angry, wake up the next day and still be there. Love is about consistency. It's about commitment. It's about loving someone through the times where they're glorious and where they're through the times when they need grace. So that that's what love is. It's it's not just about the happy bubble that sometimes exists or gets popped. Yeah. It's a, it's about wow. the hard times as well. Okay, I mean the bubble should never be popped, but it, sometimes it does because people yeah. are just too nonsensical. Uh. And, and that's where you have to, the love holds you through the challenges and you ride the waves of joy together and it is what it is. Yeah, that's true. Number six, pursue your personal passions. Uh, that should never be, uh, prevented by being in love. It should only be encouraged and actually fostered by the loving relationship that you're with your, that you're in with your partner. So when you're happy, you can, you can be happy through your passions, through what you want. And your partner needs to be there to, to support that. And through that, you'd be a better partner. You'll be a better lover. You'll be a better parent. If that's, you know, part of your life, you'll be a better friend, child, etc. And then number seven, enjoy the outdoors with your partner, but also be equally excited to come home together and Netflix and chill. Uh, Love should be both exciting and calming. Sometimes I find that people are like, oh, like we can only be in love if we're doing exact, you know, these exaggerate. uh, What if some people like to do stuff outdoors? They can be, but eventually you have to be inside. And I think COVID taught us, right? A lot of relationships really crumbled because they were forced to be inside with each other. And they said, Ooh, I don't actually like you on the inside. Like they don't want to be around them, but for too long, right? Challenging, right? Yeah. Like that's what, that's the love, right? Where you can sit and stare at each other and be in a room for two two months and not go outside. Like you've got to survive on a, Desert island. Yeah, right? like can you? Because a lot of, I think COVID definitely it's realized a lot of these people, people cannot survive yeah. a, a deserted island together. And that's challenging. So, you know, just keeping that in mind. And if that's something that you haven't necessarily explored in your relationship, 
take this as the sign to to start to find ways to in, engage and, and love each other on the indoors. Uh, next, I would say number eight would be having a child is a beautiful and exhausting experience that should be shared in a loving relationship. If all parties involved in that relationship, uh, and I say this because there are different types of relationships in, in the world now, wow. uh, <laughs> okay, that want that child. So if everyone is not on the same page, then the number one person who's going to suffer is that child. So just be mindful about that as you and I have seen and how our relationship has had to change and amend for our beautiful son. Uh, you have to both be committed. Now, do you have to do the same things to be a good parent? Absolutely not. You guys have to work out. All parties involved have to work out how they're going to parent. But everyone has to want to be a parent. And if, if you aren't, then that's going to be really, really sad yeah. for the child. And then my last love lesson, number nine for me would be Make an effort to focus on the good with your partner. It's really easy to hone in on all the annoying and frustrating parts of your partner. Uh, people are challenging. People are complicated. People are annoying as hell sometimes. So <laughs> try to double down on the good and, and try to seek out the, you know, the, the areas where they, they make you laugh, where they, uh, mesmerize you with their charm and all of that good jazz. And then if you're in the right relationship with the right person for the areas of opportunity of growth for both the partner and yourself, then you both are going to make a commitment to both work hard on it. Right. But and, yeah. and ultimately love again is not just about the glory. It's about the grace. And so you have to have that for both each other. So those are mine. All right. Wow. You really put some thought, thought about into it. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I put some meat in that one. You know me, I like to keep it short and simple. Just get right to the point. <laughs> like I just, I give you that filet mignon, you know. I and cut mine off, was what? <laughs> I cut off all that extra fat. <laughs> no, you just you got some extra stuff around there. So that, I that have the rib on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just nice. give you the, you know, I just serve it right up. It's okay. like nice and hot like that. So my top nine love lessons in our 18 years together. Uh-huh. I'm going to start with number one and this there's no particular order. He's just the ones that I could think of Mm -hmm. is that you need to support your partner, even though you might not agree with them. Mm. That's an important thing. You know, it's support (laughs) being what just explain that for folks. So even if you're, so if your partner is pursuing a passion and you might think it's a waste of time and money, you're gonna, Mm. you shouldn't like get in the way of that. You need to Mm. be there for them. Like, okay. You need to just say, like, well, encourage them. A, like, if you, yeah, like, you might not think it's the right choice of them doing something, but you, you still gotta be there for them. Okay. Like, support them regardless of whether if, you, if you, if yeah. you think it's, it's a good, good decision or not. Okay. Because often you'll see that your partner does something like, well, I wouldn't do it that way, but don't try to, like, you know, get in their way and stop them. Let them, mm. let them do their thing. Right? That's important. Yeah. yeah. They need time to, be able to, they need to, well, they, they need the to right learn, to make their right? choice they and then, may, yeah, <laughs> you gotta learn on their own. And you'll see, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe it was a better choice in the end too. You don't know. Just cause you want to do it doesn't mean it's the right choice. True. So the next lesson is that your partner might have a different love language than you. Throwing shade. Thank you. So, cause not yeah. everybody has the common love languages. So mm-hmm. it's good. You know, you can learn about that. We're going to do it after being together, too, after being together with someone for a while. 
That's a, oh, yeah. it's important it to learn it because yeah. then you're like, wow, you, you think something's wrong, but it's just that actually people love people differently. differently. Mm-hmm. Number three, the, this is, I mean, you kind of mentioned it and it's like the type of love changes over time with mm-hmm. the love that you have in the beginning. I think it's a little different than after 18 years. It's not exactly the same because. Is it less? <laughs> is that what you Well, it's, it's more, I don't know. I feel like in the beginning, it's kind of like, I, I call it like that honeymoon stage. Oh, it's like really it's passionate and right? it's not, yeah. it doesn't mm-hmm. take anything else into account. But over time, you see how it has to fit in with, you know, your daily life. Okay. And love is not just fun and games is another thing i learned so it's mm. not just it's not just having the good times you got to be there for the hard times too yeah when your okay. partner's down and sad you got to be there to hold them in your arms and let them cry on you <laughs> <laughs> you're so foolish i'm watching the hallmark channel yeah. <laughs> this is we've, we've gone through this of the 18 years this has happened a lot with us you know? yes yeah, so you just gotta. Be Which ready one for of that. us were the the crying person in that scenario? <laughs> so, excelente question. Oh, excelente pregunta is uh, what I say. <laughs> you know, gracias, señor. You did you did you with that. That's all I can really mm-hmm. say for that kind of thing. I, I don't. I would love. I just want the listeners to try to guess on that. Oh gosh. Okay. I don't want them to know straight out. They should be able to tell us. Okay. Put that in the comments. Who do you think was the cry? Who cried more in this relationship? Yeah. <laughs> it's a good question. Okay. I think the number five is that love has to be practical to make it long lasting. And, and that kind of. I mean, that it kind of encompasses like a couple of the things that you said that you mm-hmm. have to. You got to work on your love for one. Yes. You know, it encompasses yes. that. You, it it has to be not just as previously I said. It's not just fun and games. So it's got to be things of you got to deal with the hard times. You got to deal with somebody that's feeling you know sad, and it's got to be able to work into your life. So yeah, yeah if somebody likes to go outdoors a lot mm-hmm. you're gonna have to figure out how to do that as well and if they like to be at home you gotta mm-hmm. have to figure out how to do that you gotta figure out how to do things together so okay otherwise this is not gonna work it's not just mm-hmm. about oh i love the person but how does this work in our daily lives of True. living number six is love can be silly not just romantic because i think hallmark mm-hmm. channel likes to so romantic love but mm-hmm. it doesn't show that like, you know, the people just having fun together and telling jokes and laughing. Ah, uh, you would know, right? Yeah. What, about the Hallmark yeah. Channel? Do you even know what that is? <laughs> yeah, I know what that okay. is. Why wouldn't I? I know, all of, I know of a lot of channels. I know of them. Not okay, that I watch not. them, but I do know of them, you okay. know, like that. The infamous channels, I know that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Cool. Number seven is your bond, it will be tested, so you have to actively strengthen it. So that's, there's people that will try to get in the way of your relationship. It could be family and friends. And mm-hmm. You just got to be able to weather that storm. Mm-hmm. And and I'd say like, yeah, work on your love so that things like that don't break it apart. Gotcha. Number okay. eight is that love gets split for each child you have. <laughs> so your love is not just, uh-huh. it's not, it, let's say you have a hundred percent love for your partner. Yeah. I'm not saying that's the truth, but I'm just saying that's yeah. the number. When you have a child, some of that love is going to have to go to the child. You can figure out how much you want to give it to it, but either way, so it goes like to a that child. Split. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but the amazing thing is then once you have another child, your love goes down more and has to be split so again. Pr- pretty much you just become strangers to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on how many children. You have. If you have 10 children, then you see your love 
it's getting low. That love tank so isn't we're really at more. point one percent at that point. Then so it's just a, this is a good tip though. People need to think about. I mean, they may not agree, but they'll see. They'll so find out after eighteen is, years. Uh, what? Be mindful about human population. <laughs> so well, it, it, it takes from your love tank. From the love, yeah, yeah. There's a, it's a tank. Mm. You only you have a tank. It's not. People will lie. My love's unlimited. That's a lie. You're not. Well, you're just human beings that. are finite, so everything within <laughs> us has to be finite. Then, well, love is forever. Agent. All that you could say all that stuff, but either way, your love's yeah. getting split. The but more I children think you the have. reason why people also <laughs> say up. that is because again, we're tapped into an endless, limitless universe, right? So ultimately, I don't you know, agree on that, but all right, okay. I don't okay. think the universe is infinite. I think everything's finite. Mm. Mm. So, no, but it I, depends. But some people might, yeah. Some people believe the universe is infinite and all that it's stuff. Endless, so yeah. Okay. Then for them that can work. But to me, the universe That's is finite. Like everything's finite. I think okay. everything has a. The only thing I'd say now, if you go outside of the universe, that might be infinite. I don't know what that is, but mm. I'm talking about like our actual universe that we're in. I know it's finite, but okay. outside of that, th- that would be the infinite. I think the universe has a beginning and an end. I mean, oh, okay. I could be wrong though too, right? Who's, yeah. Who could say? Okay. That's just my belief. But then the last thing is that love does make you do impractical things as well. It, like, like get people, married? Like people, <laughs> I just want to say, that's one, it's a true statement that people will say. I mean, like, get married. married is impractical? No, I'm saying that love, no, they, uh, people always say love makes you do crazy things, and I agree, it does make you do crazy things. What's the things. craziest thing you've done for love? The craziest things I've done for love? I mean, Stay a lot it. of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, like, like fight another champion. Something stuff like in that. In your mind? <laughs> <laughs> like in the better version of No, because you gotta you fend off people because they'll try to talk to your love and then you'll say, You better not talk to her, you're gonna get a fist of this. A fist of this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least I didn't say we're gonna engage in fisty cuffs. Fisty cuffs? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, that's what I do for my love. Well, you don't even take anything serious <laughs> at all. Just everything's a flippant joke. Really? <laughs> that's a joke. That seems like a rule. comes when are you yeah, no, I'm saying that, 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 that Yeah, but that's how you protect your love. How would you, you say that to someone? Exactly how I said. Excuse <laughs> me, sir. Would you like to engage in the old time practice of fisty cuffs? Exactly. That's what I would say. Exactly. You are out of your mind. So that's, you know, that's an impractical thing, though, to do that. Mm-hmm. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's, what's, what's the scenario? It's scenario time, guys. Scenario one. Tenzing has been with Torin for 18 months. He thinks the best time to propose is at Torin's dog hotel launch party. Do you think this is a sound decision? This is an odd scenario. It is? <laughs> Seems <laughs> really straightforward. Seems odd to me. Oh, okay. Uh, but I would say, so it, I think it ultimately can be a beautiful thing because hopefully at this dog hotel launch party, there's press and there are family members and friends. And so it is a convenient time being that, uh, they're probably going to both have the people that they care about the most at this party. So instead of having to spend money on another type of an event, you kind of just co-op it for this. And then also it could even help from a press publicity perspective of like new dog launch party and by the engaged couple newly engaged you know it's a nicer ad addition to the story the pr story there so i would say it could be sound as long as all parties involved want to get married and uh (laughs) and if they don't then this would really suck to do this at their your partner's party 
Yeah. Yeah, I think this is... I mean, you can do this. I just don't agree in that to try to... I think you're, like, co-opting the event by trying to bring yeah. up this marriage now. I don't know. I think there's a better time to do it. To, to me, it doesn't have to be so public, but I know people like to do public engagements. Yeah, people so do love a public they can. I think this love. one's kind of crazy because you're already having a big thing happen. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if this is the right time. And hopefully you feel comfortable with the ring choice. Yeah, because everybody's going to see this. It's yeah, so it, it's, it, it makes it a lot bigger. So as long as everyone feels okay about that. Yeah. Scenario two. Latasia has been in love for 18 days. She thinks she has met her soulmate, and they are the best match for each other. Do you think you can know who to marry after 18 days? I would say, for me personally, I think you can fall in love in two weeks. I think it's not a matter of time. It's a matter of quality time spent with someone. If you spend a a significant amount of time with someone for an extended period of time, and that could be a week, it could be seven months, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day... If you are getting clarification as to who that person is and how they operate and you can begin the journey of love. All right. Now I think that there are different stages of love. I think that beginning, uh, kind of what's that called? Like the infatuation stage is easier to get into with a partner, especially in the beginning of things. But, uh, ultimately you still need a little bit of more time with the person just to see how they act in other situations outside of you you need to observe how what anger looks like for that person how they handle money what type of parent they would be how do they deal with drugs and alcohol things like that that takes time that's really hard to accomplish all that in like 30 days or less but uh do you know you want to marry the person after 18 days uh ultimately i would say you don't know you may want to marry the person like you may develop the intention behind wanting to marry someone within 18 days but i don't think you know that you should marry the person in 18 days yeah i agree i don't think you can marry i don't think you know who you want to marry after 18 days i think Mm -hmm. you need more time to really decide that you haven't even met I mean, or maybe you've met their family and friends, but I don't know. It's not a significant amount of time to... Yeah, it seems a little... That seems rushed to me. Mm -hmm. 18 days is not that long. Mm -hmm. Scenario three. Kiara started communicating for 18 hours nonstop with a person on a social media website. Conversations are so powerful that she can't take herself away from her phone screen. Do you think this is a real person she should meet? Or does she need more time to make sure she is not being catfished? So she probably needs to have more time uh, to determine that she's not being catfish and get some sleep. Uh, and <laughs> get some sleep, you would recommend. Yeah, I mean, communicating for 18 hours nonstop sounds super romantic, but it also sounds super exhausting, and that you're also avoiding other things in your life that you should be doing, like eating or working out or sleeping or, you know, even spending you time have, with God, whatever. Even if you wear one of those beer caps and a diaper. Amazing, yeah. Then you can't, that still doesn't get it all you done? You still need to get a, other stuff done. Uh, oh, and wow. so, and love, again, a love shouldn't be co-opting other parts of your life, right? To be in love, it means I can't speak to my parent or it means I can't work out. It means I can't do things for me. Like love needs to be an addition, not a subtraction from your life. And so you have to be mindful. Again, that's that you're in that infatuation period where people are infatuating. Like when you meet new people, it can just absolutely be one of the most exciting, riveting uh, things in your life. However, you have to have it play out and things will sizzle out sometimes with people. Some things are, listen, like I love that joke that Miranda makes in Sex and the City where, uh, 
Carrie, it's in the movie, the first movie where Carrie doesn't get married to Mr. Big immediately. The wedding kind of falls through and then they go on her honeymoon <laughs> to Mexico. And, and so it's all the girls, all the, for the Sex and City gang. And they, and they see a couple that's from a, a table across from them and they're like making now hot and heavy. And Miranda says, yeah, it's so hot and heavy in the first three days, right? Like it's nice. <laughs> in the beginning, you are magnetized to a person and it's powerful and meaningful but it is not a a full picture of what loving that person is going to be like people can be really challenging people can be moody people can be uh deceptive people can be also just like not even sure about who they are and what they want so how can you be sure about them in such a short time yeah this is definitely not enough time i think you definitely Mm -hmm. should wait for meeting the person because if you jumped on it right now, this person might even ask you, hey, can you mm-hmm. help me purchase a new cell phone? I knew you were going <laughs> to say that. <laughs> I knew you those words were coming right out of you. It was as if I read your really? mind. You acted like I was waiting for a chance you to say this. You were waiting no. because you were influenced by the no, family shenton. Oh, is that where that came from? Correct. That's not just something I thought of, is that someone no. might ask to help. <laughs> this specific scam is phone. a specific one reference <laughs> that came from that TLC show. <laughs> oh, so that's that's what that is. All I right. knew you were about to that say just, that. But that's the only thing I think about is when you only really have 18 really hours and somebody. really got your goose, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could you, could you loan me, could you give me somebody to help me buy or a phone? Or the iPhone. Any person asking somebody else to get you a phone other than a parent <laughs> is absurd. But no, it's not even, no, it's not just buy me a phone, just give me some money, like, you're going to give me like 80% of the cost and I'll pay for the rest. That is, <laughs> it's, it blows my mind that people think it's acceptable to ask for and, and to ask for some money. Person. So, yeah. you, But it's it's for the good of the couple. People I, who, I, it's really hard, but it's really right? hard for me to tell anyone to what? buy me anything. I think that that's like hard. Like people have to ask me. I can't really ask them. But when you first meet um, somebody, are you going to ask them to buy you a phone? Well, again, it's not when you first meet them. It's after this 18 hours of hot and heavy conversation. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So this, yeah, make sure the person's real and they're just not trying to get a cell phone out of you because mm, mm, it's mm. then you're just gonna feel really played. That right? is a scam that you can avoid <laughs> if you listen to this <laughs> you, episode. You call that a scam? I don't know if I call it a scam, but I mean, oh, that's it interesting. I mean, I know being catfish time, is a scam. Like, you know, international folks sometimes are spending time it could working be a scam. with us in America. What if this person um, just broke though? As uh, everyone else says, I mean, most people no. are, right? Like, so. No, but I mean, they might have just said, yeah, I really just need this phone. Once I get this, I'll never ask for you for anything again. I know. But not that. It's usually a red flag, though. Usually that's so not this it. this to me is so. like, so it's, it's, an usually interesting, it's an interesting issue because it's like, so if everyone hasn't read The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, you should read it. Because like, for me, like, as a part of my love agreement would be that I wouldn't expect for someone to ask me that, right? But there are other people in the world who think it's completely acceptable to say that you're dating someone and you have the right to ask them for something. Yeah, they ask I for just, stuff. That's not an agreement. Because some people I've do just with, ask with, their partner for stuff yeah. and like, can you get me this? And they're like, yeah, I, that's sure. That's not how I was raised and that's not what I how I view love. I think that for me, if you're an adult, you should pay for yourself <laughs> from beginning to the end. And if people want to be gracious and pay for you for things, that's fantastic. But you should not be asking people to pay for it anything for you when you once you become 18 years old uh, <laughs> but uh so it's just it's a challenging situation but uh ultimately 18 years 
been together. What's your last words of wisdom or last phrase uh, of, of the day before we wind this down? The last words of wisdom mm-hmm. for 18 years is that, us, yep. you know, you, you're going to, I think after the first five years, you're going to forget how many years even went by. It's going to feel like you've been with the person for a lifetime. So you'll enter a coma. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> you will not be present anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you won't even think of it. It'll just be like you've kind of fused into this one being. That's what you'll feel like. Human centipede? (laughs) No, not that way, though. No, you fuse a different... You're not going to fuse from that end. You're going to fuse from a different end. It's going to feel like you're just going to become like so on point with just knowing what Mm -hmm. your partner... Kind of like how your partner thinks and their actions. Mm. and mm-hmm. you, I guess the, the thing is you just got to throw a monkey wrench into it so you don't get tired of the... The monotony. Yeah. The yeah. Because it gets, you're going to get too used to it. That's where, kids, get fit good That's where it. kids fit in really lovely. Because you're like, you got something stuck where? And you did well. Like, kids are great well, at yeah, being... Well, yeah, change, change, they'll change it. They'll change it up dynamic, every day. Yeah. yeah, you'll be like, oh, man, I can't Here even we go. know what's going on. Yeah. They'll, they'll throw some excitement <laughs> into it. But, yeah, you just got to make sure you're keeping things different yeah don't let it don't make it just be the same all every day okay okay i would say after 18 years together my words of wisdom is have fun i'm very grateful for all of our beautiful moments shared but also just like super grateful for the moment the humor that we share because it really does add to life and it just makes things that much more fun and entertaining and like one of my favorite things is to make people laugh, but specifically to make you laugh because it is such a shocking really? release of joy. Uh, because you're like, what? And you, you just start laughing. It's just so funny. And so I just encourage you to have as much laughter with your partner and have as much joy as possible. And even in the bad times, find a way to get to a place of laughter soon enough because this too shall pass uh, <laughs> it is uh, that speaks to the good and the bad of, and everything in between in life and uh, and there's many more years hopefully for more laughter and fun for us so uh, you know wow. Alright. Yeah, absolutely. With with that, it looks like we are at the time again. It is coming to the end of our 263rd episode of Woken Free Weirdo. This was <laughs> quite the episode discussing 18 years of love lessons. Khalil, what do folks need to do now? Come back next week for the new Woken Free Wednesday episode. Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation. And make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please submit a topic for an upcoming episode. We are considering folks for 2023. So you can hit us up on our contact us page at WokenFree.com. That's W-O-K-E-N. F-R-E-E dot com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, and LinkedIn at Woken Free. And all sponsorship and collaboration queries should be sent to us on our contact us page at WokenFree.com. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Until next time.